You know what I mean? I don't like being in front of a camera. Um, so if you go on my Instagram, it's all my work. You won't see selfies of me. You won't do, you won't see any of that stuff. And I had a manager for a while. Um, and I remember one day I had, uh, Jamie Foxx did a video for me, thanking me for something I did for him. And my manager went crazy. Oh, you gotta post that, you gotta post that. Couldn't do it. And he actually left me because he goes, I can take you from whatever 10,000 followers to 100. This is what they wanna see, but that just wasn't me. So I kept true to myself. Welcome to Let's Talk Real with Mel. We are here with Idris Erba, celebrity content creator. What What is, for those that may not know, yeah. what is content creation? Um, basically just kind of taking photos or video and uh, using it to utilize client's brand, you know, to kind of incorporate everything. Um, you know, for instance, now with like Tom Ferry, he's got so many things going on, you know, so he's got this new on the road roadmap that he's doing so in that instance i'm kind of taking all of the uh stills and video we're creating marketing pieces okay so marketing and branding yeah and and putting it all together as content yep. creation yeah. commercials uh you know for youtube linkedin facebook things like that okay and, and how long have you been been doing this uh man about 10 years now maybe a little longer okay yeah. 10 years and you don't just create content for Tom Ferry. You have a, a host of celebrities. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My background is entertainment. I'm from uh, Los Angeles, relocated to Dallas, you know, for Tom, but I was at Disney for a while, worked at The Rock, Jimmy Fox, Kevin Hart, uh, Denzel, uh, Mayweather for many years, uh, Ronaldo. Yeah, I've been very blessed. Okay. Worked some really cool clients. Awesome. Yeah. So probably being, being right in the, right in the, in the getting all of the good shots yeah. so the so when we see those front page yeah. pictures or those magazine yeah. centerfold pictures yeah you're the you're you're behind the other, other yeah. side of that camera absolutely yeah all right what got you into this what would um man i like i said i was at disney for a while and uh doing photography i just always loved photography that's my foundation is photography um and then as it just evolved yeah social media got bigger everyone started to get into videos so that was the next jump and so I just kind of took my style of photos, which was black and white, and kind of just kind of went into video with it. Um, and then as just social media expanded, everyone became their own marketing machine, you know, through Instagram, Facebook, now TikTok. So I just kind of kept up with the trends and just kind of, you know, kept incorporating. Um, what really made the, the, the evolution was when I was with Floyd Mayweather, we had years of content. And I was like, well, you know, what are we doing with all of this? We should be making money off this. Started doing now my photos are being utilized for posters and then books, put them on t-shirts. Right. And so the industry I was in, they were all kind of doing the same thing. So that's kind of how it just jumped to different, different clients doing the same thing, just on different scales. Where now with social media, you know, you could do all this yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I just kept that evolution with, with Tom Ferry. You know, just keeping everything in house. You know, let, let, you know, we we produce it, we put out what we want, we release what we want, and yeah. So you handle the the capturing, and then yeah. you do. Do you also do some of the edits as well, like yeah. the video that? Yeah, you... yeah. I try to do the the more heavy lifting, 
moving forward is going to be difficult. He's got this road show where he's going to, it's got a concert basically. I think in 52 weeks we're doing like 40 cities, something like that. So I think I'll, I'll get a good amount of it. Photos for sure. I can edit, you know, no time, but the videos will probably do a little baseline and then kick it to other people on the crew to wrap up the edits as we'll be. Yeah, there's so no, no downtime. No. Or hardly any. Not of this thing coming up. Yeah, it's right. crazy. So you're on the, I mean, I mean, even in before, you know, working with Tom and, and, and yeah. in other things, you're, you're probably travel a lot. I mean, you're all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. I've been very blessed. You know, the downside is, you know, no wife, no kids, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, for the most part, I've been on the road. I mean, with Mayweather, you know, we would travel after a tour, we'd go on these crazy you know, travel dates, different different countries to promote himself, you know. Okay. China, Dubai, uh, Russia. We'd go all over, you know, just promoting the Mayweather brand. So, yeah. Travel. Hell of a passport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Being a place or two. For sure. Right, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite place, uh, the, the, to, your favorite place in the globe that you... Man, I, I had a lot of fun in China. Shanghai. I think Shanghai was so futuristic, man. It was just like New York on steroids, you know. Wow, New York on steroids. So big, clean, but just yeah, the technology was just it was beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. That was well, a lot of fun. And so now, what? And in, in, in your journey, I said you know, ten years, I guess, full time uh, as a celebrity uh, content creator. What would you do before? I mean, you've always had the interest in photography, but what, what was your life like before? I did everything to make ends meet, man. Clean pools, worked at the Gap, Old Navy, Urban Outfitters. I did whatever I could to make ends meet. I knew, I knew what my heart wanted to do. Living in LA, you know, you throw a rock, you hit 20 photographers. So I just um, kept plugging away, trying to make myself stand out. You know, um, you just, uh, yeah, you know, because I, I, my parents are very good parents, but they didn't, you know, financially, there was no money for college for me or no money for a car. So at a young age, 16 years old, I was working, you know, but the, that gave me kind of the hustle and the drive, you know what I mean? Not having, certain things just gave me that hustle and ambition to just go out and get it yeah so you knew what you wanted yeah All right. which is why i think tom and i click so well a lot of what he says on stage i just i've always applied it but in a different forum right? right not in real estate for instance but in my industry you know because like i said they don't need any more photographers you know they don't need any more video people how do you stand out well, they, they maybe the best photographers are. That's the yeah. So they're looking. That's what everyone wants. Yeah, yeah. And the best videographers. So how yeah. how did you? So I'm sure you know. Were you still doing uh, freelance work when you were working at those other places along the way? Of course. Yeah, my heart was always in photography. So it was just you know you you have a job to bring in money, to kind of get your gear, you know, to build your arson. But yeah, I was doing kids soccer early on, bar mitzvahs, you know, anything to pay the bills. Um, until you just, you know, keep building that foundation and that portfolio. And, uh, yeah, then it just kind of all clicks, you know, it took about five, six years. Okay. You know? Five, six years full time to get it to about that. Yeah. yeah. What was, uh, and I'm sure it sounds like, you know, along that way, there was, it wasn't always easy. What, 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 what fuel did you use to, to kind of keep your eyes on the price? So, because a lot of people, um, uh, and, and, and LA is not a cheap place. Are you born and raised in LA? I was born in, uh, mom and dad, born in Puerto Rico, raised in New York. My mom went to uh, UC Berkeley, where I was born in Berkeley. So okay. I was in the Bay Area for like five, six years, and we came down to Southern Cali. Okay. And I was there, yeah, that was it. Yeah, very expensive place to live. Yeah, um, yeah. Most, uh, most people yeah. move there with dreams and, yeah. and either 
yeah. stay there in the culture or they move back wherever yeah. they came from. Yeah. What um what was that like? I mean, what why, what what fuel did you use to keep your eyes on the prize and say, no, I'm not going to give up on the stream? Corny stuff. You know, I wanted to make my mom proud. Um, just not giving up, man. I just, um, being from Puerto Rico, you know, we're not really handed much, you know what I mean? And we're not supposed to make it and uh, just, just have that drive and that hustle. And I knew I had to put everything in that because to me there was no fallback. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't good at a nine to five. I wasn't that good in school, um, so this kind of had to work, you know. Um, and I just loved doing it. You know, I wanted to travel the world. I knew this would give me the opportunity to see the world, you know, in mm-hmm. photography. So just um, and allergic to the word no. Yeah, I think so resilience. Yeah, I don't yeah. hear that word no. You know, I mean, the amount of times I've been rejected outweighs the yeses. You know, most of my clients that I have were all no's. You just hear no from this guy or girl and you just go this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you just get creative. You know? Um, fake it till you make it. That was that was the early part. Do a lot of that. Um but like a true story, you know, with Mayweather, did this this I guess this is what separates, right? I was in uh LA and for months I was trying to get a hold of uh Mayweather's people. Um and you just go through all these channels and finally got hold of the VP, Nicole Craig. And she'd be calling me at four in the morning. So I knew already there was a different level. And this girl's up at four in the morning calling me, like different levels of hustle. Mm-hmm. So I had to change that a little bit. But one day she called me up and said, uh, hey, can you meet today at 12 o'clock? I want to talk to you about your work. I said, sure. Now I was in LA. She was in Vegas. That's where they were based out of. I knew I couldn't make it by 12 o'clock to Vegas. So I said to her, I lied and said, hey, I got a meeting at 12. Can you do four? I had a meeting with you I, I wouldn't break it she goes okay I respect that so she said sure do four o'clock I got in my cheap Honda Civic and I drove my ass four and a half hours out there awesome, and man. not knowing what was going to happen met her at some restaurant in Neiman Marcus and the rest was history you know but I knew that was an opportunity I mean, how many people would kill to work for Mayweather mm-hmm. so I you know I could have said to her hey I'm in LA could we do this weekend then there may not have been another chance for that so I was like and that was it yeah, you know, sometimes those those change. I mean, because if you if you say, "Oh, today's work doesn't work," maybe you don't get yeah, you don't get another phone call. Yeah, yeah. You know, they just call the next person. That's it. And I yeah. knew that be who wouldn't want to do that job, you yeah. know. So I went out there and uh, we met, we clicked. So happened that about two weeks later, there was an event in L.A. She wanted me to kind of shoot, see how Floyd thought of me. She asked me what my rate was, and I said, "Look, I'll do it free of charge. I want to make sure you like what I do, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I did it. And the rest was history. And then about a month later, she had me work an event that was uh, his fighters. He had a stable of fighters. And so I worked that event. Um, then after that, I got the phone call. He's fighting Miguel Cotto. You know? Wow. And they want you ringside. Wow. That that, that... And I'd never shot boxing before. So I lied to her, right? But I knew, given the opportunity, what I could do. So I went to my local gyms and just going to put some gloves but then I knew like and there's levels like these guys are good but not Mayweather good and so I would just you know but I just uh did my research you know right settings and and you know that was it and it was just uh the rest was history and with that was that the first big break that was the first real big break yeah Mm -hmm. um and then you know the difference between me and a lot of other people was you know I love Mayweather you know he's but he's he's a party guy you know he has a good time I didn't care about that my thing was after an event, you know, you're backstage, everyone's there. 
Jamie Foxx, Denzel, everyone's there. So my thing was the hell with the parties. I want to meet the managers. Right. You know, so I would sit here and I'd get the managers together. Hey, you want a photo with Mayweather? And I'd take a photo and then I'd, you know, send that photo to the manager. Now you got an in. And then you got an email and a phone number. That's it. Maybe. Yeah. And they see your quality and you got that relationship. So now when I'm back in LA, you know, hey, Dave, what's up, man? Remember me? Yeah, you know, Fox got this thing going on. And they roll in that circle. So I'd always tell people, like, you know, when you're in a position like that, take advantage of it. You know, like, same thing with Tom Ferry, for instance, right? Like, he's around these high-end real estate people. So I'm getting these phone numbers now, and I'm just, now I live in Dallas. And it's it's just like, the real estate's so different than L.A., and I'm coming to Dallas with L.A. money. So now I'm just at a different level now where it's like you meet these real estate people and it's just now you're, they're giving you advice that I never knew, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not afraid to say, I don't know, but show me how. Right. So I always had that approach, you know, take advantage of a good situation. A lot of people, when they hang out with celebrities, it's parties and fun and all this stuff. And that's cool and all, but I took it as this won't last forever. So let me get as much out of it as I can. Yeah, and, and creating those relationships. I think you said you made a, a multiple excellent points. The not being afraid of no, not even hearing no. no. Just no is, I, what we used to always say in our office, no for now. Yeah. It's not no, it's no for now. Yeah. Because no's yeah. do turn to yeses yeah. when you ask enough times. And you bring in what you, like when I looked at your Instagram, it's all positive. And there was a point where I was living in the back of my car when I was, it got rough. Yeah. And no one knew that. Because when I ran into someone, what's up, man? How's it going? Oh, everything's great. No one wants to hear a sob story. I just always had that look of I was doing good. Yeah, and and I you think know? and you and 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 you have to. You have to because it, it, we're we're going to what 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 we think about what we what we harbor in, and nothing's perfect. Nothing's um. But we know you yeah. know I've I've had challenge. You know we've had you know I've experienced significant challenges. I don't know anyone who hasn't. But how you adapt to it? Do you do you cry the blues, or do you just keep pushing? And it, and it sounds like you just keep pushing. Keep pushing. You know, you get hurt, you get upset, um, but you gotta, you know, gotta keep plugging away. You know what I mean? Like, there's a thousand people who want that job. You know, there's a thousand people who want to be like Tom Ferry. You know, so that's what keeps him on his edge. That's what keeps him so good. Keeps him relevant. You know, he's always reading, always learning. You know, and and. It's the same thing with me, you know, what's, what's a new camera to get? What's a new this to get? What's new programs I should learn? But then as you get bigger too, it's all about like you got here, your team, you can't do it all on yourself. Mm-hmm. So you get the right editors, you know, you get people to do your emailers for you, you know, things like that. And that's what just makes things expand and get bigger. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. So where, where do you, I mean, you're, you know, obviously in this, in this space and you, and you have, you still have other clients as well. Yeah. You know, where do you, how do you see your business in the next, you know, five years? What I want to do is I left LA. Um, I did everything I could do photography wise. Like I, I was very happy with what I did. Um, I still work, let's say with Jamie Foxx, right? He has a pickleball company coming out. He's getting involved in that. So I'm going to help him with a little bit of his branding and marketing with that. Kind of popular with pickleball. Stuff. Getting huge, man. I mean, they actually hit Tom Ferry up to invest in a team. Um, what I want to do now is get more on the marketing side for me. So a few years ago, I published a Mayweather book, um, did very well. So now I want to start focusing more on me doing like a kind of like a, uh, how do you say it, a best of book of my work. So I'm going to be working on that for the next year or two um, and just more now 
not so maybe do one or two clients, you know, but just more of now marketing my stuff, right? Getting more merchandise, you know, um, but on just my end now, kind of do it, do it for me. Yeah, do your marketing yeah. yourself. Yeah. So you're gonna have to. So you're probably gonna be a tough customer to uh, hire someone to take photos of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which which is very, you know, it's funny. They were talking about that today, right? Social media. Um, one thing I was always good at was just understanding me. Like I really, this is hard for me. You know what I mean? I don't like being in front of a camera. Um, so if you go on my Instagram, it's all my work. You won't see selfies of me. You won't do, you won't see any of that stuff. And I had a manager for a while. Um, and I remember one day I had, uh, Jamie Foxx did a video for me, thanking me for something I did for him. And my manager went crazy. Oh, you got to post that. You got to post that. Couldn't do it. And he actually left me because he goes, I can take you from whatever 10,000 followers to a hundred, but this is what they want to see. But that just wasn't me. So I kept true to myself. I always, the work always came. Um, but I just didn't feel comfortable being like a, like a Glenda, right? Like she's great at that. I can't do that though, you know? But I always knew that about myself. So I always came off kind of real, you know what I mean? Um, not knocking anyone who does it. I wish I could do it, but I'm just more low key. I always like, and that, but to me, that's how my clients kept coming back to me because they knew when I worked with them, it was about them. Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to one up them. You know, so it worked good for me. So I always knew my brand that way, where I'm always the fly on the wall guy. Yeah, and and you're and you're very. I mean, I we've our paths yeah. have crossed for for a couple of years now, yeah. and and we always speak and and we see each other yeah. events and things. Yeah, and you know, but you're, and you're always very very humble, but yeah. you're right front row. Yeah, all the time you're getting those. Yeah, getting that you're always in the right place yeah. at the right time and get the yeah. right shot. And understanding, like like Tom has built a huge level of success and, and wealth. Um, but knowing when not to show certain things, you know, he's not the bling bling guy though. He has it. So it's the knowledge of your client Mayweather, you know, millions of watch. He wants all that to be shown, you know, with someone like Tom Ferry, he doesn't, you know, so there's a strategic way to kind of showcase the level of success he's achieved, but also not come off like, you know, arrogant cause that's not him. So you have to learn your, you know, learn your clients. Yeah, and I think, and that's a good point. I think, um, well, you, again, you're making you another one. The first one was, uh, you know, being true to yourself. A lot of times in, in you know, in in business and different businesses, when folks are trying to get business, they'll take, they'll get any business and they'll bend over backwards or maybe even jeopardize quality and other things to try to get more business or, yeah. you know, but, um, and that usually doesn't end well. Uh, yeah. Because then it's hard to, like, what's your persona? Like, who are you? No. Um, but I, I had someone earlier today ask me about that, and I looked at their social media, and I said, do you want me to be blunt? They're like, please, you know? And I said, when I look at your Instagram, um, I won't say her name, but when I look at her Instagram, it's like, are you selling your body or houses? Because I know you're hot, but I don't know nothing about real estate looking at you. I mean, how many selfies can one person do? How about showing more of your work? Your work. Or your clients. Your clients. You know, because if I look at this, I just see another hot chick taking selfies, you know. And when you have a thousand posts and 900 of you, you're telling your fan base it's about you. It's not about what you do. So if I'm looking for a house, I might go to someone else now. Because I'm going to look at her and be like, well, you know, she's probably just going to, you know. And so you just have to be more self-aware. You know, when you look at my social media, it's all about my clients. <laughs> you know, it's not about me. You know, it's about my clients. And, and your services. And my services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
So I always try, you know, when people ask me, I try to let them know that it's, it's hard sometimes because we live in a world now where everyone's sensitive ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a hater. Right. You know, so I just try to, you know, but if they ask me the truth and you hear Tom say that a lot too, mm-hmm. you know, guys do it as well. You know, you have guys who drive Honda Civics and then, you know, later on they're doing poses in front of Rolls Royces, you know, so it's, it's. I always say be real. That's that's the best thing because there's an audience for everybody. There's an audience for the higher end. There's an audience for, you know, I know I know people that do just bar mitzvahs and they make six figures, and that's what they market to. And that, yeah, and, that, and they're, they're the they're specialists. Yeah, they're specialists at that. They know exactly when the when yeah. the moments are when to get the right shot. That's it. Yeah. So it's uh, I prefer doing this. Actually, it's less um. It to be built differently for for sometimes celebrity work because they roll very differently. Mayweather, we get the phone call at three a.m. He's training, and we train till you know seven eight a.m. And so it's a different lifestyle, you know. Um, well, it is to be ready to have, on- always have to be ready, you know. And um, as a lot, like I said, there's a lot of suffering that goes with it. You know, I'm not married, no kids. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't want to be one of those guys where hey, see you in two weeks, kid. See you in three. You know, I didn't want to be that guy. You know, so I, I made a decision to you know follow my my craft and my passion. There's downfalls to it. You know, yeah. There's no. Per- I mean, the thing is, there's no. There's no perfect scenario. No, there isn't. There isn't. You know, and there's always there is always a sacrifice. It doesn't oh. matter what it is. When you can only be only one person, we can only be in one place at one time. There are always pe- different. Um, you know, competing interests, pulling for attention, and, and yeah. you know, the thing is, you have to choose. Yeah, you, you yeah, know, you choose. But like, you know, like I said, what what they say on stage is very similar to just what I do. I mean, it's just you know, hard work, dedication. It's it's you know, making the phone calls. For me, I wouldn't call realtors or, or you know, or, or people for houses. I'm I'm calling art directors. I'm calling creative directors. You know. I go on Instagram and I'll, let's say, if I see someone who I want to work for, right, let's say whoever, you know, uh, you know, uh, The Rock. I look at who he's following. Who's The Rock following? And I start looking to those people because he's following important people. He's not following Joe Schmo. Mm-hmm. And you start through there, you're like, wow, who's the art director? Oh, wow, he's the creative director for, you know, uh, seven bucks. And that's how I start. And that's what I tell people, you know, when you go on social media, you know, there's a pro and a con to it because you can, two hours later, damn, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what did I get out of that? Or you can, there's good things to do it. your homework. Do your homework, you know? Social media is a gift and a curse, you yeah. know? Um, so that's what I always try to do. If there's someone who I want to work for, you know, I go and see who they're following, you know? Because they're following usually their managers, you know, their, their, their PR people, you know? And then that's how I kind of start my, you know, quest to, to get with them. Yeah, and I, I think you 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 made a good point that it about being intentional, yeah. and and just and a lot of people will get into whether they want to be a photographer, videographer, oh. or you know, real estate professional, or yeah. barber, beautician, whatever it is, yeah. restaurateur, and they just think that well, I'm who I am, and I may have a very good product, and the people will just come to me. But we know that that's not no. you know not the not the way that it it works. You have to actually. Do your homework as you've done, and yeah. and and you and you were intentional. You figured out what it was that you wanted, and you're yeah, and gone after it. Yeah, that's it, man. Just uh, it's hard. It's not easy, but you just hard work pays off, man. You know, hustle and ambition. 
Yeah. You know, what what would you say to a uh, to a young aspiring videographer or photographer? You know, the teenager that's that's um, really wanting to do it, or or the or the twenty something one who's doing it but struggling and trying to figure it out and and determine if they have to maybe. Um, you know, put that on the back burner and, and do something else. And sometimes there's parent parental pressure and other things. But what would you say to that person that's trying to follow their passion, whatever it is? Yeah, I mean, you just, you really have to just know your your craft, right? Like, you should have a style, you know, um, like in my sense with, with video or photography, you know, have a style. But it's really just, like I said, you don't hear the word no and you just get clever ways to get your stuff out there. Um you know, like I said, go to the art directors, go to the creative directors. There's an art to a freebie. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get to someone and you say, you know, hey, let me do something for you. I'm not going to charge you. And if you like it, we can talk after that. But that just gets you to the front door. You know, a lot of times that that helps. Um, and you still have to perform. Still have to yeah. perform. <laughs> yeah, they don't you know? want free crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also you have to be, you have to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. I'll never be a basketball player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as much as I love sports, I'll never be a quarterback. I'm not 6'4". So you have to be real. Now, I can maybe be a coach, mm-hmm. you know, but I can't be a player. And a lot of times people, that's that's the other thing as well too, right? Like know your limitations, know what you're good at. Maybe you're a great video person, but not photo person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a great editor, but you don't know how to take videos because there's, there's money in everything. You know what I mean? Like I always say, be the Michael Jordan in that one thing. Right. You know, I think I'm a better photo guy than, than video person. You know what I mean? I'm a specialist. Yeah. Tactical. Yeah. You don't want that. I was like, you don't want the shoulder surgeon doing your knee surgery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's hundred percent. I'd rather get a knee surgeon. Yeah. that's a hundred percent. But it's, um, yeah, like I said, it's just really, um, yeah, I'm tone deaf to the, to no man. And, and, the, and that's why, like I said, Tom and I, you know, we, we relate very well because it really is just do the work, man. It's, it's the stuff that's not fun. I mean, I think about like, I can shoot for two hours, but it was, eight getting that you know what i mean or 10 or 20 getting that mm-hmm. you know so it's just um yeah yeah and it's not always glamorous man it's not i mean it's um yeah it's it could be tough sometimes you know? yeah well everyone you know and i think um it, you know outlets like instagram and, and yeah. television has not made things easier for those behind the scenes that are actually doing the work it actually looks very and see that that's why they, it's called insta and you're 100 percent right like you could look at jay-z and the rolls royce damn i want to do that but what it doesn't show is 20 years you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's why i think social media has really hurt the uh, the youth a little bit some kids get it some don't but yeah no i mean it's um that's when when people look at my work and, and that's what i always hear in the dms how'd you get the rock and kevin and and all this and i was like you know as years, man. You don't just make a phone call and say, hey, I'll see you tomorrow. You get lucky. Yeah. So they no, oh, you just got lucky. Yeah. But Instagram doesn't show all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't show the phone calls. doesn't show the no, the the presentations you have to put together. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, the rejection and the rejection yeah. and the rejection. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, yeah. You got to develop a thick skin and, and you know, it's... um. It, like I said, it's very misleading too, right? Because a lot of times I'll get, you know, kids reach out to me and it's, you know, they'll complain about likes or this or that. I'm like, those likes ain't paying your bills, man. Like, don't worry about that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because it's very misleading because we do, like you said, we live in a generation where everyone gets offended, right? So, but there's also a reverse to it. 
you know, people will come to me and say, hey, can you critique my work? And I'll say, well, you know, this one here, well, I got a thousand likes. Well, it's like, yeah, but, but does that mean anything? You know what I mean? Like, you can't take that to a director or someone who's hiring you and say you got a thousand likes. That, that means nothing. And they should hire you. You can't go to the bank and right. they can't cash those likes in. Like, the problem is sometimes social media builds people up, but it's it's not always in an honest way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've seen some realtors here who have incredible followers and they're not making much sales. You know, they look hot, you know? And even to this day, I'll tell people all the time, I could have a photo of Jesus shaking my hand and if a girl has her top off, that'll get more likes. I keep things in perspective. Yeah. You know? Like it's, yeah, that's it's the truth, though. Yeah, no. Like, it really it's it's what, I mean, yeah, life is not an algorithm. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I put things in perspective. Like, it's just, it's really weird sometimes, but you just have to do what's right, you know? And so for me, you know, like, when, when people keep calling me, you know, for my work, then I know I'm doing something right, you know? Well, well, I've been seeing you for years just at this yeah. point, and this was so, yeah. so you're definitely doing a lot of things right. You yeah. And let me, I've got a quote, too. Let me get yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other quote of the day. Oh, we did. You got to, and I know he's engaged. He's engaged in in what you're saying. So, in, in, I will. Um, shoot. Hey, what? Yeah. You know, um, uh, Reggie Minor, security. Yeah, Reggie was a security guard at Gonzaga High School. Okay. When I where I went to high school in D.C. He was the um, he was a security guard, and I was a freshman. I weighed ninety pounds. I got cut from football because I was too small. Um, tried out for basketball, right? Got yeah. cut. Yeah. That, and then winter rolled. I'm like, man, I thought I was going to be a star football player, or a star, you know. And then he said, you should try for wrestling. He was the assistant wrestling coach, and um, and I was like, I'd never even really seen wrestling before. Mm-hmm. Tried out for wrestling, and because I was little, and there weren't a lot of little guys, I was kind of short and a little stocky, you know, ended up being okay. I that sucked from, you know, they put me on varsity freshman mm-hmm. year, sophomore year, but by senior year, I ended up being a, a D1 national qualifier in college, you know, yeah. wrestler, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, yeah. silver medalist, yeah. world, um, from Reggie. The next year, my our sophomore year, my re- our wrestling coach died, oh. and they um and they overlooked Reggie, wanted to be the head coach. Yeah. And they overlooked him and brought some other guy in and gave him the job. Reggie was pissed, quit the high school, started a security company. That's how it works. And and then now and got in with yeah. Mayweather yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and did you know Hulk Hogan and all the same that same thing. Got adversely taking negative turn to a positive. He he lives in my neighborhood still. Oh. I mean, he lives in in, in yeah. So I see I run into him at Costco or yeah yeah yeah. Like sometimes that's how it works, man. And we and we rap. Yeah, he's a really cool. I gave yeah. him. I got when I got a I got inducted into the Hall of Fame for at, at our high school and at my speech. Yeah, yeah. I gave Reggie my That's awesome. Because never would have. Yeah yeah yeah. No, man. That's how it works. You know. That's so, it. Got it. Okay. All right. Let me uh, give the quote of the day. Yeah, man. All right. Do you want me to get, talk about it or are you just gonna give? Yeah, a quote? yeah. I'm gonna share. It. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what we got. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to just try one more time. Thomas Edison. Right? Yeah, he had like, what, thousands of inventions. Most of them failed, but, yeah. but yeah. Um, you know. Okay. So you, so you look, you will fail more than you succeed. It's just a fact. It is. And um, I think that's, like I said, once again, what's hard about social media is you don't see the fails. You just see the wins. Um, and so that's what's hard, I think, for younger people to understand that. But, yeah, man, I 
Lord have mercy, I think all the fails I've had. Yeah, they'll just on social, they'll just delete the ones that don't get the likes. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's to me, it's just it's la la land. I mean, there's some people that really live that life, but for the most part, it's it's la la land. You know, I don't, I don't, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, even if I see someone, I'm just, I become so, you know, skeptical. I hate them because it's just like, you know, because I'll see people and I'm like, I thought he had a black Bentley. I guess he wanted to take your court out tonight. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it is, it's a facade. And I come from LA, LA, which is, forget it. I mean, you don't know what's real on girls, let alone. It's, yeah, they're driving. Is it a one-day rental? Is it a, is yeah. it a lease? Is, is yeah. it a, oh, oh I, we can go to days. This could be two hours if right. we go out to those stories, man. The the one-hour rental? Like, just to show up to the party, let the valet driver I, return this, it back to Real the, quick, I know people that would make business cards before they go out, and they would put, like, John Smith, PhD, John Smith, you know, producer, go rent out a Jag, and they'd pick people up all next day. It's just fake, man. It's so fake. And that's that's one thing that I'm proud of myself too because you get caught up in that in the beginning because you, you know, you're know you a person who wants to believe someone face value. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, you start learning like real quick the BS artist. Yeah. And and I think that's, to me, it's all about, you know, you want to be a Mercedes, you know, if you want to be a Mercedes, you act like one. You want to be a Ford, you act like a Ford. What do you want to, mm-hmm. what do you want to, you know, people to look at you as? And um, you, photography is a small part of it. The business is something, it's just... It's everything, and it's learning, you know, real quick. Who can you trust? Who can you? Who can you? Who can't you trust? Who's wasting your time? You know. Um, so that's that's the whole. That's really the whole learning process was is is that part of it, you know, learning um, the behavior and and those and relationships and which relationships are genuine. Photography was the easy. That's easy. That's second nature. You know what I mean? Um, it's really just knowing your worth. You know, knowing when to say no. You know, knowing when people are taking advantage of you, you know, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's the part that comes with time, mm-hmm. you know, because it's uh, that's just, you know, it's it's you know how it is. A lot of shady people in this world, yeah. You know, not like you, but you know, you're a stand-up guy, and it's it's hard to find people like you. That's hard. That in this industry, it's hard, and that's why my circle of friends is very small. You know, very small. I can count on one hand who I would consider a really good friend. You know. Um, because you just always meet people that just want a handout. Want take, want, take, take. Want shortcuts. I see it with, with Tom all the time. You know, you just, in every industry, you're, you're going to see that. And it's just staying true to yourself and, you know, doing the work. Yeah, doing the work. You know, the payoff. And I have blessed, to do the work first. Yeah, and I, like I said, I'm like you. I love what I do. So it's really not work. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's I love what I do. But it's, uh, it's not easy, you know? Yeah. So. So let me ask you, if someone... Uh, you know, a celebrity or maybe not a celebrity wanting to, you know, maybe reach out to you and, and talk about, um, you know, and, and maybe hire you and your yeah. team to, to do some photography work or, or yeah. editing work or maybe even some consulting, yeah. you know, on yeah. some things that you do. do. Sometime, how, yeah. how would, what, what would be the best way to reach you? Instagram. Uh, so it's Idris Irva, I-D-R-I-S-E-R-B-A. It's a little black dot. I don't, I don't have photos of me, so it's just a black dot. So, um, yeah, send me a DM and at Idris Erba. Yeah, send you my info. Love to, you know, love to talk and help out whoever I can. All right, well, I you appreciate know. it. Yeah, man. Thanks, He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Thank you. See you right. in Vegas. Yeah, so. that's right. I'll be there. It's awesome, man. Yes, you can.